Farm Reserve in South Africa edged lower, the annual inflation rate in Seychelles edges higher, and we also look at the IMF support package to Ghana and why it's so contentious. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse and everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC. INM Bank Rwanda, we are on your side. The Ghanaian government is holding talks with the International Monetary Fund on a support package, ending a policy of not seeking external assistance. Ghana has been struggling to service a debt that has reached 78% of GDP, up from 63% in 2019. Seeking help from the IMF constitutes an abrupt policy reversal for Ghanaian President Nana Akufo-Addo, who took office in 2017 after an election campaign that focused on the idea of Ghana Beyond Aid, a promise that the country would prosper without international aid. Courage Kingsley Marty, head of insights at IC Group, joins us to discuss why there has been such contention in regard to Ghana reaching out to the IMF and also is this IMF package the magic bullet that Ghana needs? So first of all, the Ghanaian authorities felt they could handle things on their own. Um, they've always expressed the pride, um, the sovereignty of, of the nation and the ability to do it on their own without external influence or interventions. So I guess that played into their delay or indecision when it comes to um, approaching the IMF for, for support. And I think what they failed to also realize is the market sentiment, which was not entirely in favor of any policy that the government or the authorities would put forward without the backing of an IMF program. I mean, the signs were there even before the 2022 budget was presented in November last year, where the market had lost faith in the policy measures as credible enough to restore fiscal and their sustainability. But the authorities actually felt that they could actually navigate the uncertainty. They could prove the market wrong and um, achieve some turnaround, positive turnaround on their own. But that did not work out. And as, as it became clear by July this year, they had to reach out to the IMF when all else had failed uh, on the part of the authorities to achieve a turnaround on their own without the backing of an IMF program. So I think the, the over-reliance or the belief in the self-confidence of the authorities to do it on their own failed them, and that influenced the, the, the decision to belatedly approach the IMF. I guess that's the first and um, main reason I could try to adduce for the reason why they took so much time to approach IMF. Uh, so as to what the IMF reforms would look like, um, one of the main uh, reforms we think um, is probable is the reforms within the state-owned enterprises and to the extent that they create contingent liabilities that crystallizes on the treasuries fiscal accounts and exert pressure on, on the finances or the public finances. And so we expect an IMF program that will try to reform the sector, uh, governance issues within the sector, 
try to bring some efficiency or enhance efficiency in the public sector, state-owned enterprises, ensure the enforcement of the Public Financial Management Act, and with particular focus on operations within the energy sector SOEs, because that has been one of the main um, factors behind the build-up of public debt. And so the key reform we expect would be within the SOE sector. As to whether this IMF program would provide the magic wand to blow away our problems as a nation, um, unfortunately not. The key mandate of this IMF program would be to restore fiscal debt sustainability and generally macroeconomic stability. Beyond restoring macroeconomic stability, the sustainability of this uh, macro stability rests with the Ghanaian authorities. The sustainability of growth, the inclusiveness of growth, the attractiveness of the economy um, to foreign direct investments comes back to the policy measures that the authorities put in place. And so I, I guess beyond the IMF program, whether the solutions would last and whether the problems will reoccur depends on measures and policies that are implemented and the commitment to whatever reforms under this IMF program, beyond the program, this would be the, the, the key factors that would determine whether the IMF program would yield results beyond the three to four years um, period that, that the program might last. That was Courage Kingsley-Marty, the head of Insights at IC Group. And a quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The annual inflation rate in Seychelles edged up 2.96% in September of 2022 from 2.82% in the previous month. Prices rose faster in all three main CPI categories, that is fresh fish, other food excluding fresh fish and non-food products. On a monthly basis, consumer prices edged up by 0.04% after increasing 0.67% in the prior month. Foreign exchange reserves in South Africa edged lower to 58.9 US dollars in September of 2022 from 59.76 billion US dollars in the previous month. This is the lowest level since March, mainly due to the decline in the US dollar gold price, valuation adjustments due to the appreciation of the US dollar and asset price movements, and also foreign exchange payments made on behalf of the government. These factors were marginally offset by proceeds on a foreign loan received from the World Bank, amounting to 381.4 million US dollars. The change in the forward position was marginal as matured sterilization swaps were largely offset by the maturing liquidity management swaps that were conducted during August. The Bank of Ghana raised its benchmark monetary policy rate by a further 250 basis points to 24.5% during its October 2022 meeting above the market forecast of 23%, bringing borrowing costs to the highest level since 2017. It marks the fourth consecutive hike this year in order to contain strong inflationary pressures and support the city, which depreciated by 37.5% against the dollar in the year to September. 
Policymakers said inflation remains elevated and the balance of risks is on the upside, stemming largely from pass-through effects of the currency depreciation, the recent upward adjustment in utility tariffs and the rising inflation expectations. The annual inflation rate quickened for the 15th straight month to 33.9% in August, the highest since 2001, and far above the bank's target band of 8% plus or minus 2 percentage points. Meanwhile, the bank noted that the domestic economy strengthened in the second quarter, but the latest high-frequency indicator signaled some moderation in economic activity. The annual inflation rate in Tanzania quickened for the sixth straight month to 4.8% in September of 2022, from 4.6% in the previous month. It's the highest reading since October of 2017, mainly due to rising prices of food and non-alcoholic beverages and transport. Meanwhile, inflation remains steady for furnishings and household equipment and miscellaneous goods and services. On a monthly basis, consumer prices were up by 0.1% following a 0.4% decrease in the previous month. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of a K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is akfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at Withadong.